There you go. Have fun. Bye. 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 Hi, and welcome to the new Found Lads podcast. My name is Patty. And this is Ham. It's be the two of us today. Yeah, Jukes abandoned us. We might and... see him again sometime in the future. Surprise guest, but uh, we'll see. Everybody else abandoned us too, apparently. Soon Patty will abandon me, but, you know, that'll be fine. I, I've done a one-hour podcast by myself before. I can do it again. God. When and why? Um... <laughs> The ISFL had 2X Media, I think, for the draft. This was my post like after the first season, so then this would be like getting drafted into the big league. I was like, oh, I kind of need some money for equipment. I, I haven't been accepted into any of the jobs I applied for. But okay. their, their podcast pay was like pretty decent, plus, again, the, the bonus. So didn't know what to write. Decided just to ramble for an hour. And uh, yeah. It's it's hard. So anybody else that's in the <laughs> podcast space that you know just goes by themselves, um, you know, kudos. If you got questions, that that probably makes things way way easier. But just you know, one person on your own, no script, no nothing. That's that's a lot. Yeah, I can't believe you didn't have anything to write about. That doesn't sound like you at all. Well, part of it is just like not knowing the league well enough or wanting to kind of put that work in because then I would have to research. And then do the writing versus if I just yeah. you know vomited sounds out of my mouth. Um, <laughs> that felt like it was going to be an easier thing to do. And I did it once and have never done it again. But maybe I can do it with the SHL. We'll see. You put a lot of time into understanding FHM. So. Yeah. And, and there's like more like nuanced things that I, I feel like I'm more comfortable here. So one example would be like, hey, you know, what about the whole goalie situation? Not that. I'm a goalie, or maybe I ever plan on being a goalie. But who knows? Maybe we won't even have human uh, goalies in the future. Oh, God. It's a wild, wild yeah. thought. I saw somebody make that facetious. I guess we're, we're just going to go right into that topic about the goalie discussion. And it feels like this has been an ongoing thing for months. Yeah. Um, months. Um, but somebody made a comment about, like, hey, why don't we just not have human goalies? I don't know how serious that was. I didn't think anything of it, but then it sounded like there's some, you know, support like, hey, that's not a bad idea kind it's of thing. Not, it's not the stupidest thing I've ever heard, but it's also not a good solution. What? Well, before we go in there, <laughs> what, what is the stupidest thing that you've heard? About uh, that, the goalie-specific situation? Yeah, like, what, what is the stupidest suggestion? Not to say, like, this, <laughs> this one is the stupidest as well. I'm just, you know... I am like everybody says that as as a thing. Oh, it's not the dumbest thing. It's not the worst thing. But like now, I'm curious. What is the worst thing that you heard? I mean, allowing just free position swapping. Anyway, oh, so you think that is that is a, a bad idea? Um, yeah, to do it unlimitedly. Like, there's too many. It would be too easy to circumvent, and like use it, uh, in, <laughs> in ways that weren't intended. Yeah. You okay. Know, somebody, somebody goes Interesting. plays juniors as a forward, then they uh, want to get drafted by a specific team in the SHL draft, so they like tank their stock in the juniors and change positions. Like it's just okay. it's just too abusable. Oh, there's a lot of different angles I want to go on this because we <laughs> were talking about the whole uh, AI goal thing, but we'll, we'll go down this route first just because you brought it up. So. The, the whole idea of a position swap, you're saying 
is the biggest concern about it is that it's abusable, right? That you know, um, yeah. The, the main scenario that a lot of people have brought up is that in order to go to a team so that they can maximize the value of the draft in terms of like um, picking a player that would not have otherwise been available at a later spot yeah. is a result of the goalie swap. Whether it's, I'm assuming it's from goalie to skater is the only thing we would allow. Um, I don't uh, think anybody would see a skater to goalie thing ever pop up. Yeah. I mean, like it's, we don't have we have the opposite problem right now, but it's not that hard to imagine that we would uh, be in on the other side of it where we don't have any goalies. Yeah, like yeah, it's it's such a tight number, like a tight rope to walk. Where depending on which side of it we are, we could very much be on the side where it's like, hey, we don't have enough user goalies, yep. um, and it's not a problem we could immediately solve. So maybe we should offer that change. But and for, for now. Like the 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 main thing is that we have too many goalies. Like that's that's the problem that we are currently facing. Um, well, and what and the way FHM is is it it this imagines itself as like devalued the position in a way that uh you know we didn't expect. So okay, impending um, games are cool with running two sub thousand TPE goalies. Is there a lot that? Do that. There's a couple. Atlanta's a playoff team. We think our high school is like 800 TPE. So, when when you say that, like the the phrase FHM is devalued goalies, I I agree with the sentiment. I'm just kind of curious about what specific points that you have because in my mind, when I when I think about goalies not being valued as highly as an independent position, kind of the, the way that we would put that same sort of like bonus it. or like know importance on like real life goalies how like hey you know a, a goalie can make or break a team uh, if you yeah. have a hot goalie in the playoffs he'll get you you know as far as they can <laughs> take you uh, like all yeah. those sort of like um uh whatever things cliche yeah cliches, cliches. but for for fhm it's very much the case that and we've seen this with a lot of top teams hey the goalie isn't important because if you were to expend you know assets whether it's through trades through cap space through um, draft picks you're better off having a higher tpe skater you know up the overall average of your group versus yeah. just the one good goalie because it doesn't seem to consistently correlate to say like hey you have a high tpe goalie therefore you know your your goaltending performance is going to be better on average. It doesn't seem to be on that level. I think of it. I think of it as like a. Uh, how much does the defense affect goals against, and how much of it's on the goalie? It's like a slider. Mm -hmm. And I think it's just further on the defense than it is on the goalie. So. Yeah, yeah. I think we're definitely in agreement that that, that the team effects are more significant to kind of the defensive performance than a goalie would be. Yeah. And when you're a cap league like us, um, especially now that we've introduced uh, the tiered salary system or whatever, mm -hmm. to where you can't really get a super good player on the cheap, then like, uh, yeah, it makes a ton of sense why you would not spend the money on goalie. Yeah. Yeah, and even with that goalie uh, backup relief, it's it's really a, just a temporary band aid um, to that kind of 
side problem of the cap space kind of tying down the concerns that people have right now with backups. And that's like, oh, it's intended to be like, that's not supposed to be a long-term solution. Kind of like the uh, the DFA, or the term, the, the unrostered free agents sure. or whatever the juniors did a couple of seasons ago. Yeah. When we had more actives than teams right before expansion. Yeah, just to kind of have somebody sit somewhere instead of just in the open not doing anything. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um so yeah, so I think most people are probably in agreement that, you know, to a various level on the spectrum that goalies matter less or may not even matter at all if you're somebody like I think Honkers that just kind of says like, hey, if you put out like a high TPE goalie on even like a juniors team, like it does it doesn't really change things. Um which kind of did he run that? Did he run yeah, that? I test? think so. Uh, it sounded like that's the test he had run is where he put, I think, a Carpy S goalie or or at least like somebody that was beyond the 425 cap on a team and then, you know, just compared their performances and it was not Vegas. statistically significant. Thanks. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, part of that is the settings we have on the league to where like. Yes, absolutely. To where like. In most most cases, uh, the game is predecided how many goals are going to be scored in the game. Yeah, yeah. Well, it over the season, anyways. Is that how it works? I didn't know if it was. Well, the the averages. I'd have to double check the exact numbers. It's like five point something something and five point something something for the other league. It's like a difference of maybe point two. Um, okay. That's how many goals are average per game. But that's not to say that every game are, is going to add up to that average of five individually. It's just like over the the collection of the season and everybody's teams, you know, obviously teams that are worse will have games that they might be blown up by more. And then the average scoring team, is going to be... Yeah, the average, around. the number of goals is kind of comes around to being that number that's been set. So like, yes, that, yeah. that number 100% affects things. <clears throat> I, I always just kind of envisioned or maybe hoped that even with that number, you would still kind of see that effect kind of pushed off. It's like, hey, you know what? You are a great team and you have a great goalie. Okay, so your overall like number of goals will result in being slightly less and then we'll kind of move the average somewhere else. But that's just me kind of hoping that there were some sort of other effects with it. I mean, this is, uh, this just came across my mind. It's not really, it's related, but it's not really on topic. But how much would you want goalies to actually affect it like like imagine if Carpy's on toronto just stealing every third mm-hmm. game yeah when his team is terrible like that it's like i think from, it comes, uh, from a top-down standpoint that doesn't seem good no and it's almost is kind of like the same thing with fhm in general like how we've moved from sths where before you know tpe didn't matter in the same way that goalie tp doesn't matter now like in, in that yeah. relation, it it seems kind of weird that like, hey, the things that we suffered from before are now a, a concern being brought up, maybe again, but still a, a problem nonetheless with this engine. But then we are also suffering from the opposite case where like, hey, things aren't really all that exciting with FHM because we have these very predictable um, results. Like we know that, hey, if you have a high TP team, you have these sort of categories checked up. Okay, you're going to be, you know, in the top three or four. Um, if you have the most TB, you're probably going to be like a top two yeah. team. The, it's like, it's kind of like the randomness variable. Yeah, the randomness has been reduced. So 
which which side you kind of ascribe to. Obviously, I think the ideal, and there's always going to be that room for debate, is that either you are you're wanting a little bit of randomness, but then just like a yeah. little bit of consistency enough to say that hey, if I I built my player to have this much TV, or if I built my team to have you know uh, the, the, these many good players, I should be rewarded, you know, with some degree of uh, predictability or success. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, it's so hard. It's difficult because sports is because real life sports like it. You think of it as predictable, and it is a lot of the time. But like, yeah, and no, not like, always. Like, what is it? The like the Blues didn't make the playoffs like two seasons before they won the cup. Like yeah. they weren't. They were maybe a top five team when they won it, but they probably weren't the best team. Yeah, but they won anyway. When um, Columbus, what? Uh, sweeps Tampa Bay like that's the equivalent yeah, of like, um, that would never happen in the SHL. Yeah, like I'm trying to think of a team that would be equivalent of in the FHM. Like that'd be Hamilton getting swept by God. I don't know. Pre-playoff Texas. Or Maybe like you know, Winnipeg. I think Winnipeg. Like Winnipeg's a, a playoff team, as in they will make the playoffs, but they're not. So yeah, so uh, Winnipeg sweeping Hamilton, like everybody's minds would be absolutely blown by by seeing that happen. And uh, we have this whole argument about oh, it's so random. And, yeah, it's it's it, it's really hard. And again, it's not like it's the same people that make no. the same arguments of like being in the crowd or saying like oh, FHM is too random, nothing matters, and now they decided FHM is too boring, everything's so predictable. Um, it's just to point out that like it is a tightrope and. Yeah, I don't know if you're ever going to satisfy anybody with that. Um, I don't think it's the backs of the goalies anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and, um, and like everything we talk about is is directly tied to goalies in the exact same way. Because like you said when you brought up, you know, if Carpy was more predictable related to having a high TV goalie, then you know a predictable sense would be that they would be dominating regularly. It'd be impossible to score on them, and sometimes it does feel like that. Yeah, and you probably wouldn't let up more than like. For most every game he plays, like that's what you would expect from the cream of the crop goalie in the NHL. So, like, exactly, but like that, it's objectively worse for the league because you've got one player's effort out. Like, you can't, you can't have a like a singular forward or defenseman does not have the same effect as one goalie could theoretically have if it was yeah. more goalie centric over team defense centric. Yeah, and then with the whole idea of like cold streaks and hot streaks, um, <laughs> oh, that no. really good. I'm not talking about heat. I'm just talking about like the general like when you think of a carry price in the NHL, like there are times when not not as much lately, but there are times when he is unstoppable or you you can't get anything past him, right? And then there have been a lot more times where he seems like a very normal and average goalie. Yeah. So that when he's in a downside. You know, people don't have a number. They don't have a TPE stat to look at and say, oh, he should be better according to this objective number that we have in the game. Yeah, no, they, they just only have previous history and like maybe some degree of the eye, um, what is it called? Eye game? Eye test. Eye test, yeah. God. <laughs> this is how much like without having regular hockey and not actually going to watch anything, it feels weird. But yeah, like having the eye test to say, okay, you know, he should be better or shouldn't be better. He's cheating um, with his blocker side too much. Like, you yeah. Can't, yeah. Or, yeah. And you then can't we, stop we have anything like from that. below the dots. Like, you could just. Yeah. So, 
we got well, less to go on, so we fall back to TPE. Yeah, and, and in our minds, TPE should be, to a degree, like this objective number. If I have more TPE, I should be better, to a degree. When I'm not, it sucks. Yeah. That, yeah, like, why why get TPE if that's not the case? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like we've, like, this kind of moves on to the update scale, and we haven't even touched on the whole goalie thing yet. But, like, um, this just goes to show, like, why this isn't an easy why, yeah why hasn't it been solved yet because it's it affects like, it brings up a lot of straight up philosophical questions about the league and how yeah. you want things to be and work exactly it's it's not just you know saying how things should be because that that is a fundamental discussion right yeah, yeah like and like it's not it's not to discount the goalies who are uh feel like they're wasting their time or you know however you want to word it with their players but like it's just not it's not an easy fix no um it it does sound like you know it goalie swaps or something along those lines might be the thing that they're moving towards so let's I think I think we kind of talked a little bit about like the merits of like whether that should happen or shouldn't happen. But let's let's kind of see. Okay, it, it does happen. What sort of things need to be in place? I, I've I've seen some of the last couple like HO rulings on like you know the goalie relief thing and whatnot. They've they've kind of come up with these other points that address other concerns that I, I haven't considered and have thought to be kind of pretty helpful. But yeah. in general, what should these goalie swaps need to have in place to make sure that it is a as clear cut, minimal headache for everyone for now <laughs> and the future? Um, so I guess we haven't really gone over this since I joined, since we have a podcast in forever. But uh, yeah, I am in an HO now. Uh, so yes, I'm mm-hmm. just giving my opinion. I'm not like speaking yeah. Definitely have to preface that. <laughs> uh but to me, it, the simplest thing seems like like a one-time swap. Like, if you don't believe in the position or like don't see a future in it, then like you should be able to change. But okay. one-time swap extended to anybody that's a goalie to a certain age. Uh, games played, maybe to non-regressing goalies. Okay. Um, let's say we do that this off season. What happened to my budget? I'm going to pull that up. So let's look at. No, that's the ISFL budget. Whoops. Let's look at all the goalies in the league right now who might be worse. So like non-regressing goalies definitely puts all of the younger goalies in that same sort of like, hey, uh, we we're going to anticipate being stuck behind Saudi, so we'd not want to do it. And you would guess that they're the more likely to swap because they have more yeah, of a career ahead of them. For sure. Um, so Bibitsanov on Atlanta, no no backups, no nothing in the pipeline. They're gonna stay a goalie. Um yeah. Del Vecchio on uh, the platoon. Joe clear starter, it's gonna stay there. Do they have a anybody in the system? I don't think so. Then again, this isn't super up to date. Uh Doyle is gonna stay. They have Chimpkin Tendy, who will eventually be up there in like three seasons. Bluntman is retired. A fresh player, right? Yeah, 56, so relatively fresh. 
Um, Catavilde is hard regressing, so you you would definitely not offer like a a position swap for a play like that. And even if you did, I don't think it'd be meaningful because by next season they'll be like eleven hundred TPE. Yeah, um, their legacy is as a goalie. At like, yeah, once you hit regression, like it's yeah. Tail would want to say a goalie. Uh, Chicago, they have a funny boat of having uh, Sunika as their starter who's regressing. So mm-hmm. I'm sure like they'll want to keep him there. But then they also have three guys that they drafted. Well, two technically. Two? Yeah. Uh, Matt Smith and Damian Vertigo. So does one of them want to swap out when they see that, hey, uh, the other goalie's out earning me? Maybe. <laughs> That's it's an interesting thought. Uh yeah, I I'm not sure. One of one of the things I'm not sure about is if I would want to put a like a uh, time frame on it. Mm-hmm. Like, do we say this next off season if you're a goalie and want to swap out, you can do it. But after this off season, tough shit. Yeah. So, like, no. Are, are you the the next question? I guess would be, do you would, offer the one time thing, or is this like an ongoing window slash rule? Um. I I don't know because like I like we could easily find ourselves with the same issue again. But the issue with leaving it, like I said, like a position swap is just too abusable. To so have it as a standing thing. Let's say the position swap can only be done prior to the SHL draft. So you have to swap before the draft happens. Once you're drafted as a goalie, you're stuck as a goalie. Yeah. At least for the future uh, ones. Even if you do offer the one-time swap or not, that's we'll say that's independent, but this is kind of like an ongoing in the future thing. Is yeah, that something um, that's enough to address some of the exploits? So that at least everybody going to the draft will be very clear on, hey, this person is going to be a goalie or is not going to be a goalie. Maybe, but like, I don't know about you, but like, it, I felt like it took me two or three seasons to really understand what was happening. For sure, yeah. <laughs> As a first-gen, so like, I'm not... I feel like that would be unfair to new players. Okay. I, I agree with that idea because it it definitely, even in your first season, like when it's done, you just kind of realize, oh, like I, I'm still here. Um, not that you <laughs> kind of recognize the landscape of the league and the growing, you know, whatever yeah. position problems and all that. <laughs> but yeah, maybe like I, I don't know, a lot of people complain about how long you spend in the J. Mm-hmm. And who's to say if it's because I'm on the best? I was on the best team in juniors history, mm-hmm. and continues to be the best franchise in juniors. Of course, yep. Um, but I loved the juniors. Like, I don't. I noticed this is a thought more from recreates and people who've been on the site for yes. longer. Yeah. Who don't take the juniors seriously, and we're both first gens by site old standards. We we haven't been here that long. No. And uh, like I just, I, they have the same value to me. Like, <laughs> if anything, the big league means less to me. Yeah, and there's there's definitely something to be said about like the relative experience. Because like, let's say we recreate it now, yeah, we'd still probably lean towards juniors. But once we spend another ten months, and we have only really cared about our big team. How yeah. how do how will we think about it then? Right, that's probably going to be yeah. a different thing. Um, I mean, probably, but 
Yeah. I just I guess I don't know, like I like I'd still like I like I like Atlanta and I like Chicago, but like I'm not I wouldn't say I'm attached to them in the same way I'm attached to Newfoundland. Mm-hmm. You know, like uh but it's, it seems like a majority of people are the opposite, so I I don't know. I think I've heard a lot on both sides, especially the junior positive side. Um, but then again, that's probably more to do with first gens and our class and that sort of stuff. Maybe it's just what we hear. Yeah. Could very well be. Because that's what we're around. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if there's a whole lot else that I want to touch on with the school thing. Let me take a quick peek through there this this discussion because it's what about not having any goalies? We we talked about that <laughs> and just like very lightly, and you said like it's not the worst idea. No. Uh, yeah. But it's but it is bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like uh it seems I've talked to a lot of people who have been like, I I thought about making a goalie, but like, you know there a lot of people thought about the issue that's happening now where we uh have too many. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's I. It's a people who play that position love that position. Yeah. And may maybe they don't participate in the league otherwise. Mm-hmm. And it seems pretty stupid to have a hockey league where you can't play one of the positions. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> I. It's kind of the long and short of it for me. Yeah, I. I don't think <laughs> removing that position as a whole makes any sense whatsoever um and like like, how do you decide how much dpe it has like who does the build for it (laughs) like uh, if if it's anything like the isfl you can buy like a bot Uh, they have it for offensive linemen so you can buy you know a 50 or sorry 500 tpe one a 750 tpe one and then as you go up higher they cost more in cap hits than for teams who have the cap space they can afford to buy like a better okay. goalie, or if you want to kind of cut down and then spend it elsewhere, you could. That is a way to do it. Yes. Um, I don't think it's bad or good, but yeah, that, that th- sounds fine. <laughs> but I still wouldn't want it. No, I like if it. I think we already have like natural bod goalies, so just to kind of tape eyes. it up and tell everybody no. Like if if you can't be sorry if. You like some people can't be a starting goalie. No one's going to be a starting goalie ever. <laughs> uh, just really does kind of ruin it for more people than I think it helps at all. Yep. yep. Okay. Um, la- last thing, unless you have any other thoughts on this. No, it's just the long term fix for this is complicated because it's a uh, immediate need issue. And uh, like I said, allowing. Position swaps is dangerously abusable. Yeah. Okay. This is going to be a weird question, okay. despite our, our preface of like our conversation. Is there actually a a goalie logjam? <laughs> like, uh, can you further explain? Well, um, it's it's been brought up that there there is a logjam at the goalie position. And I think it might be easier if I had talked to somebody who was a goalie or especially like a younger user goalie who's like going into the league. Yeah. Um, 
But my question is what they are describing as a logjam exactly. Because if it's simply not becoming a starter, then yes, I can. I, I think I can see that. If it's just the number of positions of backups to starters, or if they're worried that you know they're going to be stuck in the backup position for you know a significant amount of time, and while they might uh, be able to understand there is going to be some level of that, especially as like a, a, a new call up for a couple of seasons, but yep. then not being able to play the 30, 40, 50 games. So they don't hit any milestones. So they just <laughs> yeah, like stuff like that. Yeah. Then I, I guess that's kind of my question because when I look at um, the budget, and again, this is very much like a outside perspective. I I only see like a couple places that are, are really looking kind of awkward about like where in they three four seasons time what they're gonna do in terms of goalies. So the main one that stands out for me is New Orleans because they have up to three goalies. And again, this is not up to date and it just drives me crazy. (laughs) I know Dex doesn't listen to this, but if you do, or even anybody in HO, oh wait, you earned this, please hire more budget people. I've already bugged Luke about this. Not that like Dex is doing anything wrong or like... um, It's on our list. We're... Yeah, I, I I got it put on the list. Um, just just because it, it just it sucks to have an off season happen, and then like people go in to look at things. It's like, oh, this is not up to date, so I, I I can't use it. If I want to write media, if I want to do something for like team related stuff, nope. I just gotta wait till they, they get through it, and everything everybody's gonna be busy. So that's that's really hard. I would love a, a cap friendly <laughs> ask like, hey, a trade happened. All right, we got it updated. No, it's not gonna be like that. But uh, a little, a little quicker would be nice for my own selfish reasons. No, I, I agree. Uh, okay, um, New Orleans three goalies. They have Kane, who is you know still about fifteen hundred TPE, gonna be regressing hard. So in about maybe three to four seasons time, maybe not as much uh, in the conversation. Things Sarnen Junior, uh, pretty slow earner, hasn't broken a thousand TPE yet, and then they have. Uh, John Sainark, who's going to be called up in about three or so seasons. So now it's going to be a real awkward boat because now they have three potential goalies in three seasons' time that could all vie for the starting position. Assuming so, they'll continue earning. Yeah. Um, so what then for that? So that's that's one spot. I'm looking at where else? I think Atlanta is kind of weird. Who do you have as a backup or like in the pipes? Uh, we we've yet to draft a goalie. <laughs> yeah, so so you guys don't really have a logjam in that sense, then, right? No, they're both young and they're both like. Oh, but you you did draft somebody, did we? I I don't know. <laughs> I I have to look at the the draft list because again, uh, we got a, up to date. So Matt's a fifty two and Hiroch is a fifty one, but they're Hiroch is like a career backup though. Like that. Yeah, he's he's IA. He's like under six hundred TPE. Yeah, like he he he's there for that that purpose. Uh, but so Matt's like not not a max earner, so you know, like that's in theory there's an upgrade there. Like Yeah. If you drafted somebody now they could you know, be similar to his TPE by the time they you know, spend three seasons on the J and take over for the future, but like Yeah. Not really. 
Um, to look at some of the other teams, Texas is an interesting one because I think they're one of the rare ones that have two goalies over a thousand TPE. Um, I'm sure that redacted and honkers. <laughs> My budget sheet must be more out of date than yours. Huh. Anyways, uh, well, I guess <laughs> honkers and um, Carpi are technically over a thousand too. That that's a different like actual logjam sense where like Carpi is going to be there for seasons and seasons and seasons and and yeah, Scucci Stratton's just going to be sitting there waiting and waiting. By the time he hits like eighteen hundred TP, then finally he gets to be a starter. Well, the uh, argument there is like you don't have to resign with your team. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and I yeah for sure. It, it sucks that like that, but that you know that's kind of how it is. Like he would be an upgrade for Atlanta. You'd be an upgrade for a handful of teams. Tampa Bay, like a bunch. So it's of not teams. like I uh, don't believe he wouldn't find anywhere to go. Yeah, and and that's why. But maybe when I when I ask the question, why. like how much of a um, logjam is there, and I, I really hope this doesn't come off. You know, then again, there's nobody that listens to this, so who am I really? <laughs> Until somebody like posts a clip, and then now everybody's yelling at me. Anyways, I, I hope not to like minimize it at all. I'm just kind of wondering what degree of scope um, this is affecting across the league. At least the way I'm looking at the SHL level, at the J level. I'd have to double check. I don't think it was that bad, though. And the J's, the J would be a harder fix. I don't. I'm I'm kind of with you. Like, I think on a scale of one to ten, it's like a four of being like an actual issue. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Like, I, Okay, we're gonna get yelled at. We're gonna <laughs> title this. There is no yeah. log jam. Hot dog's gonna yell at me for having a bad goalie take. <sighs> hot dog. Oh, Carpy. This, this is how we go there. Carpy cluster wasn't with butt. Oh yeah. Oh, you know what? That's fine. Oh no, he's gonna spread it with Scoochie and then. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I can I can see the explosion from here. This is how we build our our viewership. Then everyone's gonna tune and be like, "What well, yeah, kind of dumb things will these guys say next week?" More hot takes. That's what we need to. <laughs> Whoops. Anyway, all goalies are dumb. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if you want to go that far, along with all of Hamilton. All right, I'm with you on that one. Okay, I I think we've kind of talked on this enough. We spent about 40 minutes on this one topic alone. <laughs> oh my god, I don't even feel like I I've I've said what I wanted to say exactly, but at the very least, you can give it one last shot, and I'm not going anywhere. I, I'm not going to touch on this anymore just because I'm sure whatever new stuff we can talk about it then. We're, we're naturally going to be talking about this at least twice. Let's, Once let's before talk suggestion. About, let's talk about our roles. Our roles. New jobs. New jobs. Um, sure, Do why you don't get, you go ahead? I feel like I've... You got a lot quieter for me. What's that? You got a lot quieter for me. Maybe I'm going deaf. Hello. How is this? Still quiet? Uh... It's like you're coming out of one ear. It might be oh. me. <laughs> I don't know. Didn't really do anything with my mic. It's just gonna sit in here. Okay. Um, I'm just gonna go ahead. Um, yeah. yeah. So I am the new head GM of Newfoundland in the J, and I gotta say, it's. I don't know how to describe it. It's a lot more work. Not that like <laughs> I was expecting anything, because I I really, honestly, didn't have a, a clear idea of what to expect going in. It was just more yeah. of my my like 
difficulty in deciding whether I wanted to jump in this because I it wasn't this full on like, hey, yes, I'm going to take this job. I've, I've been like gearing up for it from the start or I like I really want to do this right off the bat. It wasn't actually all that clear for me. Um, I had to really think about it because between school, um, kind of like how my day to day is, like how reasonably can I expect to put in what I would consider like my sort of like best effort in uh, this kind of position? the right way to think about it. Yeah. Um, like, I, I think as I come to have thought about it more, I knew I would enjoy it, and I, I really would want that part of the experience of the SHL because that's, you know, one area that you just have to experience for yourself. Um, and the opportunity isn't, like, readily available. Always. No, and it really isn't. When you look at people who have far more experience than I in the site in general trying to get other jobs uh, of this sort of nature, um, more often than not, you kind of go through the onboarding of being an assistant GM, kind of getting your feet wet. There's kind of somebody to lead your hand and help you along the way as you you eventually end up in this 50-50 split I, or something along those lines. Do you, uh, then, do you wish that you would have uh, gotten a chance to be like an AGM first? Um, do you think it would have helped? I don't know. Like, I don't know if I would have had a preference one way or another. Like, if I did, great. If I and since I didn't, I I don't think I necessarily hated it as much because the fact that I came into this a little blind in that, like, hey, there, like, we really needed to know the rules for like all these signings and stuff, like things that I didn't need to worry about as a coach, um, or as an intern in head office, or or as an intern, yeah, like. The, <laughs> They're like there's just like these very specific things that like if I needed to know it for a certain situation, sure. But as like a GM, you have to know like, okay, this is when I can boot people. This is when I can add them on. This is what I need to worry about for my tasks and all this, or mm -hmm. what they actually mean. You know, hey, giving them forum access. Oh, that's not just a Discord invite. <laughs> Anyways, um, to be able to try to figure that along with Juke at the same time, I think that was like a fun experience on its own because we were both like completely confused by some aspects in the rule book because there were some things that were like just vague enough that we had to ask and naturally because jay got fined and you know had us start in kind of a, an awkward <laughs> position in the season with a, a cap fine hit made us like really really want to double check our, our our signings and stuff like hey we want to drop this player is this okay oh no we made an offer this time oh we posted it what do we do now and we we bugged bw <laughs> and head office for so long in our first like uh, week of our tenure, and got yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, I'm sure they they want us to ask more than not, but it was just this constant like, hey, I know we asked this question three times, but just to make sure, can we do <laughs> this thing? And yeah, and it even went to the point where I've, I was even asking like, can can we have fourth pairs? <laughs> and unfortunately, it it never got brought up again because um, I didn't push for it, but. I we we had so many people on our roster that I was hoping that that might be possible since in the World Juniors that is a thing. Um, it just was not turned yeah. on for the J, or at least for this season. So we'll see if that actually ends up being a thing and maybe what the merits are. But yeah, I'll turn it on. Like, it you don't hurt anything by having it. On. I I think there are some questions on it. Um, I actually have my doorbell ring. I'm going to be right back. If you want to fill this, yeah, I can fill. Um, so I actually applied for an LGM. Uh, so I hate Ham and Juke now. Um, and BW for not hiring me. Like, I feel so betrayed. All my 
all these close friends, and they just—they could run NL. Like it's a circus. Hire the best clown in the circus to run it. It just makes sense to me. <laughs> okay. I that's an incredible filler by me, if I must say. Okay. Well, I get, I'll get to hear it when we post this. <laughs> um, <laughs> where where did I leave off here? Uh, uh, you're talking about fourth pairs. Fourth pairs. Yeah, so the the question is, if you have a fourth pair, what if you have like seven defensemen and not eight? Do you have to have six or eight? Because if you have a seventh one, that means the bottom pair is unfilled. And I think what we discovered with uh, FHM is they just take the highest defenseman and just slot them down there. Or the highest, the highest, like, the highest roll rating defenseman? Or I think like your lineup, uh, something along those lines, and they just <laughs> fill it in. So generally, whoever's just higher up or like the better player. Okay. So that would give them more ice time. So that's kind of a concern in that like, hey, you're giving a player more ice time than you're supposed to for some sort of competitive advantage, which I, I don't know. I, I don't know if I fully buy that, but I think that might be a discussion for another time. Anyways, um, yeah. then there's like the question of like, hey, if I have eight pairs, do I have to have four forward lines filled? What if I had one player on that fourth line and then eight oh, okay. defensemen, right? There, there's some yeah. more kind of sketchy things. Um, like Cora wasn't too happy about me asking because I was like, I don't see anything in the rules book about this. And he's like, don't do that. You dare <laughs> ask to say that thing. Corey, Corey spent too much time thinking about too much. Yeah, well, he, he has to, right? Like, it's it's easy for us out on kind of the public to be like, we should do this. And he's like, well, what about this, 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 and this? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah Hopefully he doesn't think about that too much now. He just gets to enjoy his like, time. It's like with the position swap thing. It's unfortunate that abusability is a large consideration, but, like, everything <laughs> HO does gets abused and circumvented so like uh to consider it and it stops a lot of cool or simple fixes from happening yeah like there's a lot of things that would be nice to do but you know can't behave yeah (laughs) um i guess last last thing on my being a jgm thing uh biggest thing is the the draft like I i don't think there's like a perfect time to have come into the draft because you know, of course, after your season is over, then the GM step down, and you step it's, in. What's the first week? It's a week of it's a week of crazy work, regardless. Yeah, like I I could have prepped for the draft earlier in, in assuming that I was going to get the job, but then I also didn't want to semi jinx myself, so I was like, oh, I'm just going to twiddle my thumbs and kind of prep a little bit. So then when the, the draft I, actually happened, it's like, oh, now I got to actually do all this. I took a paragraph of my app to tell BW to hire you. <laughs> I guess I guess your application technically worked out. Yeah. Um, it was well. It was more like don't hire somebody that's not from NL. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, I, I without you going into your HO thing next. I actually just because this is gonna be a, a quick shout to Hot Dog since we talked about this before the show uh, wants me to take over the the PT head job. Yeah. yeah. And uh, wants you to take over for Newfoundland. <laughs> as, as the new head of Newfoundland, what what is uh, something you would want to do, either differently or otherwise? Um, learn all our players' names. Uh, Are you saying that I don't know their names? I'm saying I don't. Like I I'm kidding. You make so many roster moves, I can't keep track of who's on the team. 
Well, if I can say anything, <laughs> uh, make sure you keep track of the rolls. Oh, yeah. Yeah. As a uh, medium role in the SHL, I should be pretty good at that. Uh, yeah. I don't I think I would. I largely like what you've done so far. Uh, I would have all my players have more TPE. Okay. Uh, that's, that's a very good <laughs> thing to have as GM. Yep. Here, here in right track. But, uh, pay MVB to be active again because, like, the name Jake Peralta is just being wasted right now. That's the It is a shame. Uh, there's also a Captain Holt in. Uh, Free agency. I as well. Yeah, and get MB to update. Like, I don't know. We need to sprinkle some of that S53 inactive back to life dust on them. Yeah, it uh, would be nice. Another progress. Another pentagon. Well, technically. I did my first, I checked the other day in my first post, uh, like back in the locker room after I was. my first day back was like the day my job went remote. <laughs> it's like that Monday. Yeah. Uh, okay. Our, lock- our lockdown started. Uh, so I'm bored now. I'm gonna better go back to the site that I said I was gonna join. Yeah. It's like oh shit. And you know. So millions of Discord pings. Okay. Yeah. That I was gonna ask. Like so. Like what? What was the thing to bring you back? Because it's one thing to be like, oh, you know, I. I, I to just drop off and not do an activity, but I guess it was the pings. You're like, okay, I guess I'll check into this. And um, it was Jay messaging me about my build change from Simon to. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember the story. Um, yeah, look at that. Jay Same just has the magic. I just need to learn <laughs> things, you know. That and then uh, Lime offered asked if I wanted to play script. Like <laughs> first, like I said hi, and then I think. Three messages later, I was like, "Let's play script sometime." We should get the game of script going. Yeah, we always say that. Um, we'll try it tonight. Who knows? Actually, maybe not. I have stuff to do. Uh, what about your your new position at HO? What uh, what made you decide to want to do that? Apply for it, and how's it been? Uh, it's been fun. Uh, it's been interesting. There is a lot to catch up on. Yeah, catch up on as in just like reading all the drama and stuff, or like catch up as in there's there's work to do. Just getting caught up with all the topics they're talking about. Uh-huh. Like, um, <laughs> the other day, Ted's asked me if I had looked at so and so's rebranding proposal, and I was yeah. like, "Oh, there's a channel for that." <laughs> it just seems like every time I turn around, there's a new topic I haven't noticed yet. Oh, but. <sighs> I decided to apply for it because I like I like head office as a uh, an idea. I feel like that's uh, thinking about the what ifs is something I like to think I'm decent at. Okay. Um, like big picture stuff, kind of problem solving, solution creating. Yeah, and it's it's a lot of. I mean, there's a good amount of like you need a bit of a PR brain for it too because get to think about how it's going to be received and who's going to react mm-hmm. how, or at least, you know, consider it or prepare yourself mentally for it. So it's just, I think I'm better at that level of personal interaction than, uh, you know, yelling at somebody to update. <laughs> what do you mean? It's not just uh, a friendly thing to do. Just paying somebody and have a channel specifically for that. Yeah. It's, it's a little aggressive, but <laughs> 
it just the only the only thing the only time I don't like that is when it's peeps who like don't talk very much in DLR. Or, yeah. You know, or like if we're not pinging them to play script, I don't know if we should ping them to update. Feels a little too self serving. Yeah. But that's that's your job. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I did apply for junior HO before first. Like I've been <laughs> I've been applying to junior HO since I was an intern. Uh and we somehow after right? being an intern, you must have either done something so bad they're like, we are not hiring this guy. All right, my my very first app, my next app after I was an intern was very bad. That was horrible. <laughs> that like, I think more now like it's been a uh, learning process about how to write an application. Will <laughs> uh, that's not the first application you've written, obviously. No, but or is it more of like, oh, even if this is a sim league, I still have to write this semi-like competently i think it's more like i'm a uh i'm an easy guy to please so uh i don't like when you get that what are the biggest problems in the league and how would you fix them question it's like uh-huh. well I, I think the league's largely fine uh, <laughs> yeah that probably doesn't help. <laughs> so, i would like, come into this position and not do anything differently you guys are great <laughs> I'll wash the front windows. I'll open the door for you. But like, I'm. I don't think we need a full blown revolution here. Uh, <laughs> oh boy! So that yeah, is, I, that's about as bad as <laughs> possible. <laughs> not just, I mean, like, like you said, it's not like you need to have like an overhaul in an application, but to, to offer nothing essentially is what you're saying. Yeah, that's not a good look. That's what I. Yeah, that's how the first one was. That was bad. And I was, you know, three months being active in the league at that point. Yeah. So I just, I straight up just didn't know anything. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> uh, but anyway, I didn't get it again this time around. Uh, and I was, I'd mentioned to Corey, I was thinking about it. So deadline day came and Corey was like, uh, are you going to write that application? And I'm like, mm-hmm. uh, kind of like written it off because it's day of so I wasn't really going to do it but he's like you should put one in so I did and uh put <laughs> SD and Tess's references that probably didn't hurt I wonder how much the, the reference bit matters is it just be like hey go talk to them if you want to really confirm that I am who I say I am or will be but you know how Corey is with this guy is like he Corey is somebody he likes and believes in. Like he, uh, he pushes for him when he can. Yeah, I just kind of wonder, like, from the the perspective of the applier, like, do you should you be putting that stuff in? Does that matter? Because I'm sure, like, if there's anybody who is in a position to be a voice of influence, that they, if they really would give you, yeah, they would have taken the initiative to say something about it in the first place. Yeah, I yeah, I see what you're saying. Uh, I don't know. It's like it's not like it's gonna hurt, right? I guess not. No. So just don't don't send them off blindly though. Like don't just throw people down as references. Yeah. Without talking to them. Yeah, that is uh, an open one. This is this is an off-topic one, but I remember being in like a, a mentor position, and then one of the people that I had to oversee, and this is like very minimal, like face-to-face interaction. Is more so like looking at the reports and just making yep. sure that, hey, is everything kind of done and up to date, um, giving some feedback or whatever. They, they called me like, hey, can you be my reference for this like position I'm applying for? I was like, I have 
never talked to you in person. This is the first time we've had any conversation. And then I, I kind of had this weird like ethical dilemma. I was like, do I? I? I can't really say anything about you. And then I did. Um, so yeah, they're asking questions like, you know, are they like personal? Yes. And I was like, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm willing to say so. That I've had similar experiences where like I had to train somebody like in my old job, I had to train somebody to take over for me for like a month before I left. Mm-hmm. Um, but the job is so much like on the job learning. Like you get, you have a set of instructions, but the instructions don't apply equally to all places. And like, it's just very much case by case. So yeah. there's only so much I could teach him without straight up, uh, <laughs> like just having him watch me do them all. Yeah, including the weird, difficult ones and the ones that you know needed my social security number to let me onto their servers and that type of shit. What kind of so my? Okay. <clears throat> I, my old job was legit, uh, but so yeah, like after teaching him for a week, my boss at the time was like, "How's he doing?" And I'm like, "He's he's barely had to do anything. Like he can understand the process, but still fuck up royally." Yeah. Because it's it's just one of those gigs that uh, is high importance, but like low. Uh, you don't need a lot of straight up technical knowledge to do it, mm-hmm. but, <laughs> but it you can you could fuck up a lot if you, you fucked it up. <laughs> yeah, I I mean if they're asking that much security from you, that's probably some there's, pretty sensitive stuff. There's only a handful that's at that, but yeah. Okay. All right then. Uh, we, or, did we make it? Uh, pretty much. Any any last thoughts for this <clears> week? <throat> Anything uh, that you're you're kind of looking forward to for uh, either the league in one way or another? I cannot wait for the new index to be done. Um, yeah. There's basically that, one guy working on it, which is why it's. That's still not happening for a while, right? That. <laughs> who knows? Uh, I am. I I guess since our last podcast, I also got added to the dev server for the site. Wow. A lot of new uh, service for you. Yeah. Uh, I don't have enough technical knowledge to actually help. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're just there to just be like, ooh, this looks good. Uh. It's just there was a ghost in my computer yesterday. Like, I don't know if I should be connecting to the oh. site servers. Like, what the? Okay. I don't know if you background in Chicago, but... Oh yeah, I I saw a little bit of that, and I was so confused, and I just I really didn't care enough to try to follow up I, with what was going on. I will explain it off there. Okay. Um, I guess on another note, how with FHM seven being released, has there been any sort of preliminary talk? Like, hey, this is something we'll we'll move down into uh-huh. the far future. It's mostly been Teddy being like. I really want this feature and I really want this feature, but they still haven't given us feature X and Z that we really want. So it's is it is it like is like Teddy's just saying, hey, he wants these things, and it, it it's not coming, or they haven't talked to us about whether it's coming or not. Uh, Luke and Tezzy and Teddy are the uh, professional OOTP pokers. Poker. Um, <laughs> okay, I like so it. So I know Luke has brought some of what we would like to them like mm-hmm. playoff format stuff and yeah scheduling stuff but i know one of the new features teddy is excited about is like you can export box scores 
in the new game. Yeah. Um, a lot of people seem to like the new graphic stuff. Yes. But yeah, it's like we obviously we're paying paying attention to it. It's just that would between the update scale stuff that we didn't get to and everything else, like it's it's not gonna happen quickly. Mm-hmm. No. I like I think my personal random guess without thinking about it too hard would have been we'll see it in maybe July. Like a, a, tra- a potential transition at the earliest. Yeah, about three seasons is what I would put the minimum at, if I had to guess. Yeah, just like my thinking was a handful of months for FHM7 to kind of work out whatever kinks it has on its own. Then, and then a couple months for us as a league to kind of begin that conversation, that transition. Okay, what do we need to prepare for this? What do we have to kind of get together? Um, yep. And then by then, you know, add a little bit of the time for whatever delay in July, the summer, basically, of 2021 is what I'm thinking. There's just going to be a lot of testing as well. Yeah, a lot of testing as well. So I, I, I would not be surprised if we're talking about, like, fall. Yeah. Or beyond, could, but could I... Could be Who knows? Oh, God, that kills me. Like, <laughs> that that <laughs> rational uh, side has still a little bit of that optimism. Be like, oh, maybe it'll be, like, a little bit sooner. Yeah, like, that July. You just flip the switch. It'll be good. Oh, my God. I just, I really want to have that, like, the dots moving and everything. It would just be so good. <laughs> like... Uh, I, Assuming I, the dots I, mean anything, like we have dots now. Yes, okay. absolutely. I I just I've always played single player uh, franchise mode games in NHL and FIFA and Madden. A yeah, little bit yeah. NBA, not that much. But like I I've always been that kind of person, like that kind of puts stories into like what happens in those games. Like even when I'm the one playing, it's like oh this player is so good, he's on a hot streak. Um, yeah. To see the dots doing their things and see like this player get burned or like this person constantly lose a puck or whatever, just like little things like that, just adding more flavor to it. It just, it would be so good. Yeah, that would, I agree. It's just, sadly, it's not something we can just jump into. No. It's my, my little kid side of it. Just, uh, <laughs> I feel you. Yeah. Well, I suppose uh, we're going to appreciate all the more when we finally get to it after having to sit with fast moving text for another number of seasons. How, how have you, have you been watching Sims in general? Uh, Every once in a while, like yeah, um, there's been a lot of CS:GO tournaments on during the day lately, so I've been watching those. And oh, okay. the beginning of the season isn't uh, super interesting. Fair enough. Um, I, I have <laughs> watched like a majority of Sims last season, like mm-hmm. actually like through the games. And then there there be times when it's like, oh, it's it, it's simmed to like eight a.m. for me. So I'll just like go back and kind of quickly go to like the box scores just so I can like, you know, keep track of my my fantasy players and all that. Um, but this season is it feels so much harder to just keep track of anything. Like if there's a big game, it feels like half the time we miss it because it's quick simmed. Um, there's so many games on the schedule. You can't look ahead to be like, OK, you know, what, my team's playing this and this. Oh, we have another game. Oh, are we done already? Like, I don't I don't yeah. know. But yeah, it. I don't. I don't know. Like, I can kind of feel myself slowly turning into that guy that doesn't care about whether the games are live simmed because it's just. Yeah. I feel like most of the seasons are grind, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, there's, there's, there's a the lot of other things. Yep, but again, that's kind of 
even if we get live sims um, with like moving dots with an FHM seven, if it's going a million miles an hour, <laughs> if it's going really quick, or if it's like, you know, I just all, all the kind of potential concerns, like how many teams are we going to have by then, blah blah. blah. Yep. All right, I think we'll just leave it there. Oh, I should mention that uh, Golden Goods, my assistant GM in Atlanta, asked uh, what my thoughts were on becoming a member of HO, but didn't feel like we already got that. Oh, did he ask a question? Hey, we had a question. Yeah, I, I put something in Atlanta at the beginning of where we started talking. Wow, I should have done something. Maybe yeah, next time. But you know what? didn't ask anything. Fucking Your going own GM. Going to Chicago. <sighs> <laughs> I, one thing that I'll, I'll touch on, like super last note, there's always something else. This is why Juke never wants to show up again because I just keep him on here for like ten <laughs> minutes longer than he thinks he can get away with. Um, I was expecting to have more like SHL GMs come to me and be like, "Hey, like, what do you think of player X? Like, how how are they in the locker room? How whatever?" I thought there would be that sort of connection um, mm -hmm. with SHL GMs, and I don't think I heard from anybody. I think the most was I heard from one GM be like, "Hey, do you have their Discord?" And that's it. <laughs> like, uh, well, maybe that'll increase in the future when you're actually jamming these guys. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure a lot of them have relationships with Jay already. Yeah. And this is a bigger class. So I'm sure there's going to be more of that. It, it really feels like a draft's word, word about people gets around. Yeah. So we'll see how that goal goes. Oh, and uh, I, I, I completely forgot about it. There, there are definitely some SHL GMs that are more frustrating to deal with than others. Yep. I'm just going to tell yeah. all my uh, draftees, or like all my players, refuse to be drafted by these teams, blacklist them. <laughs> if you do not blacklist them, I Sorry. will bench you. Starting with Manhattan. I will, I will not trade you. I will just let your player rot until you <laughs> no longer are on that team. Yikes. You've got a regular tyrant over here. Just for the sake of dealing with certain GMs. I don't know if I mentioned this to you, but we'll, we'll talk about that another time. The after yep. show. All right. Yep. Thanks for listening. We'll do another one of these eventually. Uh, it took us three months to do this one, so we will see you in six. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Maybe we can just play yeah yeah ding dong. When I feel your gentle touch and things are going our way. <laughs>